Hey, this is Chris. Before we get to the show, let me tell you a little bit about Anchor. Anchor is our way of we record podcasts. Fantastic. Let me tell you why. It's easy. It's free. There are creation tools that we can record and edit your podcast right from your phone and your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on such um, providers as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need in a podcast and so much more. Check out Anchor, and you can find it all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Anchor, it's a fantastic way of creating your first podcast and making it work. All right, welcome back to Ohio. In the first segment, we talked about my experience, but there's actually some news happening. Let's kind of address what's going on news-wise on via COVID. Um, yesterday, um, DeWine announced this a couple weeks ago, but now all Ohioans, if you're 16 and up, you're eligible for the COVID vaccine. So um, you get your shot. You know, you look at websites, you look at other people offering it. You do like Brandon and yeah. Uh, you do a little research, you find a place in Pike County. However, I mean, you can get your shot. Um, Brandon, I never thought we'd be there. I remember when this whole thing started, I guess you had to be, what, 80 and up? And now 16 and up. I mean, I've got a 14-year-old home, and we're trying to figure out what happens when they go to 14. I never thought this day would come, but we're now 16 and up. Crazy times. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he'll – I don't know if um... – which which uh, vaccine is the that teens can only get um, the Pfizer one or I, I think it may be the Johnson and Johnson I thought really Johnson Johnson's the only maybe, one maybe the Pfizer one can can get down to the sixteen year olds but I think Johnson and Johnson as well can be used on teens that'd be nice okay. especially if by the time the fourteen year olds it's like oh one <laughs> shot you're welcome parents <laughs> less hassle to go out and. Um, schedule two appointments but um because that the first time they're like they got that built up the kids might have that build up kind of fear maybe just like a dread and then if, if they didn't if they if they thought oh it wasn't that bad might not be the baddest second time but then the if they didn't like it at all man <laughs> imagine the resistance they'll say if, the, if they had to go in a second time so i'm hoping for parents sake uh uh one shot deal um so i just remember my sister's absolute dread of the needle and we just got a flu shot so yeah well and, and i'll be honest uh be transparent here uh my wife and i are talking we're not sure what to do about kids um we're not anti-vaccine we just want to make sure we do what's best for the kid and i don't know we, we really haven't decided yet it, it'll be interesting to see how people react to kids you know? i mean obviously you know adults yes um, grandparents, definitely. Uh, I wonder how effective it will be for kids. Like, is it absolutely necessary for your kid to get a COVID vaccine? I don't know. Um, there was also a report, I, I guess nationally they had a hearing, and there was a federal official that is a little bit concerned about the variant. Um, I guess the numbers have kicked up a little bit. I think Ohio was up to 2,700 <clears throat> over the weekend. Uh, th there is a concern, but Thankfully, more people are getting vaccinated, so I think that's a good way of fighting that. I I don't know. Um, Brandon, you think the more people get vaccinated, are we going to be okay? I mean, 
Uh, there's another report saying that uh, even the Pfizer and Moderna were pretty good against the variant. So I, I guess right now the best thing is just people getting vaccinated, I guess, right? I mean, in a perfect world, when we had sensible leadership, you know, the restrictions would still be in place. Right. Um, at this rate, it's like we're in the stage of, you know, for bad, poor jaws analogy time, it's like, you know, um, you know, you're sending people out to the, swim in the beach while the shark, the shark hunters are still out looking for jaws. Um, you know, just because we got a, a solution and we have it being applied, I mean, you know, I just think it, it makes sense just to kind of, you know, if we had kept these restrictions in place until the summertime, right? Um, until you know we get to a certain point, and then of course we still have another issue too: is a lot of vaccine hesitancy or vaccine or even vaccine reluctancy, um, um, yeah, or maybe even slightly more reluctant. I guess uh, just absolute no, I don't want to get the vaccine. So that's that's gonna, and there's been reports that that could um, make it impossible to achieve herd immunity, at least in particularly in the state of Iowa. Is one example. So, um, you know, I think the best thing people should do is just because these restrictions have been are getting rolled back, um, still kind of, you know, uh, wear a mask um, where, when you can, um, double mask if you can, um, try to limit going out, um, and um, if you have, especially if you haven't been vaccinated, um, and um, yeah, just because. Uh, Government's kind of rolling back its responsibility. Doesn't mean you should, right? And I think if you're fully vaccinated, you could do more. Like I wouldn't say you have to stay home all day, but don't go super crazy. I mean, don't be like, "Yeah, I can do whatever," and let's go nuts here. I mean, you guys still be careful—not just for yourself, but for other people too. Um, Craig thought this was interesting. Uh, story talks about 13 percent of people are fully vaccinated. In Franklin County, 17% Delaware. Now, that's of yesterday. I'm assuming that number will spike pretty quickly because I have my first, Brandon has first. I mean, obviously, unless something happens to us, we intend to get vaccinated. So it won't be 13% for long, but there's still not a ton of people. Uh, Max Philby had a really good story in the dispatch. Um, he said, you know, a lot of times people from cities like Columbus are going to rural areas. Uh, because they can't find a vaccine, they find the vaccine appointment in their rural area, and I kind of did that with going to Mansfield, and the speculation is maybe some of these appointments are going unfilled, and that's why uh, people in places like Columbus can drive up and get them. Uh, are, are you seeing anything in Fremont? I know this is still developing. Uh, is there still vaccine available up there? Yeah, um, and, you know, I we... I was kind of curious about people going around the state, you know, I mean, not, not that people are making long drives, but, you know, Brandon made a drive and there are people out there that, you know, we talked about this, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I think, where there was, you know, people that were kind of waiting around and on a wait list and they wanted to get the vaccine as soon as possible. And, you know, a lot of it just depends on if you're willing to drive, you know, you can drive out of town or, you know, I, I think that you're starting to see more people take advantage of that because I know in Sandusky County, they, they feel like they've caught up now with, you know, having enough shots for the amount of people that want it. But they also have people that come in from neighboring counties that will, you know, seek a shot and they can't turn them away. So, 
Um, but, I, you know, Sandusky County seems to be, you know, on top of things now. And I think that things have sort of leveled out. And, you know, one of the reasons why all of this kind of expanded to 16 and up was because there were some appointments that were just going, uh, you know, unused and, you know, they don't want to get rid of that vaccination. So, you know, that's when they would call people for emergency shots and things like that. And, and that's why when I was talking to our health director in Sadusky County, you know, a couple of weeks ago before this rollout, you know, right after this rollout was announced, she's like, well, we, you know, as health directors recommended this happen because, some places were struggling to fill appointments. So we just said, why not just open it up to everybody? And then that way you really don't have to worry so much about appointments going unused. So, um, you know, it's definitely a thing even up here in the, in the rural communities where even rural communities next door in a different county will get appointments from our people or vice versa. So it's not just people seeking, you know, the big clinics in Cleveland or Toledo or Columbus, it's even the small communities will just swap out and, and, you know, have shots available for anybody. You think people aren't getting the vaccine as much from more areas? Is that related to it? I don't, you know, I don't know. I think, you know, I haven't really seen any of the percentages yet. I mean, there are going to be some people that are anti-vaccination and that's fine. But I think also in the rural communities, you're looking at maybe a little older population. We have a little bit of an older population in Sandusky County. So I think our numbers might be a little skewed towards more people getting the vaccine because of that. You know, around the state, I'm not sure. I think, you know, the governor said maybe 70 percent of the elderly have gotten the vaccine and they're hoping that more fill in. Um, so I think, you know, in the rural areas, you're probably going to maybe notice more vaccine percentage wise because of, you know, the population maybe being a little bit older and, and having qualified for it and just wanting to get it for the safety factor. Interesting. Brent, any other thoughts about this? I, I think it is kind of strange that they're more available in rural areas. I mean, maybe not surprising, but kind of strange. I mean, I don't know about necessarily if it's necessarily more available in rural areas. I mean, maybe maybe I'm trust Max is reporting, but um, I think it. I think over my my th- thought thinking process about it is, I wonder if it's just the issue of getting just getting vaccines and just trying to figure out how to best distribute them throughout the state of Ohio. Um, and of course, then you know, not to mention how 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 does that compare to other states surrounding and beyond. But, um, you know, because I was thinking, like, man, it just would be so nice if if they um, were a little more strategic about the locations of, of the fi- of the vaccine. Um, yeah. Have them along interstate somewhere at a random exit off a interstate for drive throughs and But, you know, maybe they just can't do it that way because of, um, you know, if you don't have the supply, you can't. You, you really can't have a consistent operation. It's just kind of stupid to have a have a setup and then, oh, we have no vaccines. I, I don't know. It, it's, I don't know how they could have done it differently, to be honest. Well, oh, well, I was going to say, too, and another factor I think, Brandon, too, is to have like sort of a drive through clinic or something where it's just off of a certain area. You got to remember, if you're doing one of the if you're doing Pfizer or Moderna, you'd have to have a second shot which means for, you know, three or four weeks from then, you'd have to come back at that same location and go and do it again. You know, there was, you know, strategically, it's a little easier with the Johnson and Johnson being a one shot and you're done. Um, you know, we had a, a mass vaccination clinic with our teachers, uh, uh, you know, late February. And, you know, they had over a thousand people come in into one of our community colleges. 
And it would have been so much easier had it just been not having to wait 15 minutes to see if you have an allergic reaction. And then also the idea of having to reschedule everybody for a month from now to get the second dose, whereas the Johnson & Johnson, you can get it once. So, you know, maybe something like you're talking about where people can have it more accessible, you know, getting off on an exit and going somewhere, you know, quickly. Maybe the Johnson & Johnson would be a little easier for that because it's a one dose and you're, and you're done. You get your card, you're over. But if you have the Moderna or the Pfizer, you'd have to do it again. And it may not be as easy to have like sort of pop-up locations, I guess you could say. Yeah, I am very jealous. Um, Max talked to this lady who lives in North Linden, kind of like a upper upper neighborhood, a little bit north of Columbus. Uh, she drove the Lima and she drove 90 miles. They actually had a choice of what vaccine she wanted, which is kind of crazy. I never heard about that before. And it, she said she got the Johnson Johnson. I'm assuming it's because she wouldn't have to make another drive from Columbus to Lyman because that is kind of a haul, but very interesting. Um, so, yeah, let us know uh, what you think about that. I mean, vaccines are becoming the thing. And, I, you know, we are very supportive of the vaccines, I guess, here on the program. I don't want to argue with anybody. I mean, if you don't want to get the vaccine, I guess that's your choice. But honestly, my feeling right now is, hey, if you want to see your mom or dad, if you're my age, or if you want to see grandma and grandpa, that's the way of doing it. If you're hell-bent on, you know, you want to go to a concert or, or go watch a game in person, you know, that's going to be the way of doing it. And, you know, you might not like that, but, hey, if we're going to get out of it, you know, that's the thing to do. So, yeah, definitely – consider it. Um, I think the more people who get the vaccine, the sooner we're going to be out of this. And, you know, we're now almost at the 13-month level. So it's up to you. I mean, that's where it kind of leaves off at. All right. Well, thanks for checking out Ohio. Again, please check out Hope Interrupted, a new podcast. Uh, episode 2 drops tomorrow. Uh, we'll be back in a second for uh, segment 3. We're talking about a little controversy about Black Lives Matter up in the Canton area. We'll be right back. Uh, thanks again for checking out the Ohio. Land. 